Knock, knock. Who's there? Um. Hey. Yeah, I was going to cut. I was. I don't know. I've got nothing for you. Yo, what's up? It's Cut and Six Podcast. This is RJ um, talking into the speaker microphone situation thing. And I've got. Trying to like fix this. I've got coffee in hand. Mmm. Ah. Coffee. 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 You guys, it's so good to be back. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's good to be back here in the podcast, but in general, what I'm referring to is being back on the coffee bandwagon gotta say i love coffee and you're thinking to yourself well rj then why did you give it up um well because when you know you're abusing something and you or maybe it's abusing you then uh you know and you become aware of it then you begin to take charge or take notice and then take rational or irrational moves um, and I say irrational because, like, sometimes for me, when I come into light in these situations, I'll, like, boom, done. I'll switch it up completely. Like, when I did the diet, it was sort of, like, within a week or two, I, I, I went from eating those peanut butter crackers, cheese, you know, the cheddar cheese peanut butter crackers? They're, like, there's, like, five brands that make them. And they come in packages of six and they've got like this radioactive orange cracker shell with this beautiful crystal salt drizzled on top and then this like peanut butter right on the inside y'all know what i'm talking about so that's the stuff that i was eating i mean that was like sort of my snack and then uh it's like little Debbie uh, Swiss cake roll things. I used to just call them little Debbies, but I'm pretty sure they're called Swiss cake, Swiss cakes. I'm trying to recall this stuff. It's been a little while, but yeah, it's like you know, it was like the end of that week that I just threw everything out. It was like okay, and then I was eating chicken soup, chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side. Well, actually, I didn't. I didn't eat that. Just chicken soup, no noodles, um, and then just like carrots. That was what I started with. It was like, if you look up the SCD, Specific Carbohydrate Diet, I've mentioned it before on the podcast, and you have to do like an elimination setup where it's like six months of just eliminating everything. You end up just sort of starting with like broth and some chicken and a little bit of veggies, and then you go from there. But, yeah, that's it. So, welcome to Gut Instinct Podcast, where we just talk, we just talk about things that um, that reside deep within our guts. People ask me, oh, so what? what's your podcast about? And I'm like, I swear every time that I get that question it's like in my mind i'm like okay here you go rj you you have the chance you have the chance to figure this out real simple figure it out in like seven words i'd like to do it in like five words but seven to ten words and then something that catches catches people right because I'll explain it ever so slightly, but uh, then I'll lose exactly what I want to say, and then I can just see their eyes sort of wander into the space of the ether. And it either means two ways. It either means, like, wow, I'm blown away um, about this situation, or, like, I'm just completely lost and disconnected from the situation. Which is fine either way, but... Yeah, what do we talk about in this podcast? You tell me. What's your take? What's your opinion about this podcast? 
So as I ask you that, I'm going to go look at this sun that's blaring into my eyes and say happy holidays and Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. And like this with my new hand-carved Zippo that I got from my friend Stu here for Christmas. Toke up, y'all. Welcome to Ten Six Podcast. Piezoelectricity. What do we talk about in this podcast? Well, the Gut Instinct Podcast, we talk about things that are questions that come up within our gut. And what that means is just like you ever sit around and a question comes into your mind and then you wonder to yourself, hmm, I wonder, how do I find the answer to this? And uh, one easy answer is the internet, right? That's the unbelievable part about the life that we live or the time that we live in is you can literally find almost everything on the internet if you look hard enough. I suggest you use the search engine named DuckDuckGo. You can change it right into your web address and that can be your home platform rather than, well, you know the name, uh, because really they're doc doctoring um, search, the searches, Google is, um, so that's what they just went to court for, because they they found, <laughs> that was too nice, they found that, uh, that Google was was doctoring, 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 um, searches, meaning the first three pages or three to five pages that you're seeing are what they want you to see. And I noticed this years ago just because, you know, the internet started to sort of boom in the late 90s, right? Things started to happen in the early 90s. Um, even the late 80s, the late 80s, this stuff was just really big, and the guys, the techie guys, were really just getting into the things, um, and, you know, when they were hard at work at the early 90s, I was a little tyke, and basically, once I was old enough to sort of see what's going on, right, five, six, seven, you start to understand different personalities and just looking at life in different ways. That was when I sort of understood like, hey, whoa, wait a minute. I can put any question into this box, like any question, and essentially get get the answer for it. And then you're thinking to yourself, well... I mean, it's not quite that easy, right? It kind of is, because it's just a matter of putting the right words together and finding the right end source. So, if you think of the internet at its core of just ifs and nans, because um, all it is is commands. Anybody who's a coder or taking any classes, right? encoding websites, HTML, CSS, there's like Python, there's a ridiculous amount of them now at this point, I think there's over a dozen. But these are programs that you're writing code and all code is, is a, it's a back and forth, it's a way that 
the computer talks back and forth to programs and programs are again just coded encoded uh, let's say paths right so ifs and thens when you go on my podcast if you go to the home page then you see my logo to the top left um, then you see you know if you're on my home page then you see my surf bar at the top right um, if you click my store then you get transferred to the home page of the store um, then you see the list of things that are in my store you see what i mean it's just ifs and thens ifs and thens uh, back and forth back and forth so when we think about it like that you can find anything or you can create anything if if you put the correct if in and find the not the correct then but what will come out on the other end i know this sort of seems very vague in all of its sense but i hope you understood it ever so slightly we'll take another sip of coffee Hmm. Oh man, why is coffee so good? Because of all the molecules that reside in it. And of course the caffeine gives you that extra jolt that you need. But the amount... Uh, is actually pretty staggering. And of course our beloved cacao as well. has a good amount of the same benefits, beneficial compounds, B12, B5, calcium, magnesium. So, as we light this plant, thank God for the plant and all the medicine and, of course, all the danger that it brings into our life because that's the way it works the yin and the yang the dark and the light the warm and the cold um oh yeah oh yeah making noise now guys on the podcast so Oh, we really are making all sense. What were we talking about, you guys? Ifs and thens. We were talking about coding. We were talking about... Oh, man. See, this is the misconception that a lot of new agers or whatever you want to call this crazy confusion of the mass awakening is <clears throat> because while the masses are awakening there's lots of confusion and one of the things is like that whole something it was actually the dog's stomach how funny is that making all sorts of noises anyways the common misconception that we're in some sort of a reality that's uh, simulated or whatever it's like it's it's a trick to make you think that the what you call a coincidence which is not really a coincidence which is just divine intervention um, is some sort of scripted reality but the real truth is the scripted reality is what's being fed through the pipes through the machines that we're looking into and that's why <coughs> that's why Google doing this is so dangerous and the rest of the stuff I mean it's not dangerous per se because that's how they get caught anyways but 
it just that's why it's coming out into light because if you're filtering the reality in which we see and that's exactly what's going on then you're literally creating what whatever it is that you choose to see and that's a sort of what's going on a larger on a larger mass scale within the spiritual realm and it's a little complicated just because if we get into it, we start talking about, like, other beings. And then we talk about, like, humans and non-humans. We talk about, um, you know, everything is a yin and yang. So it's a positive and negative. There are good beings of a certain caliber and, of course, the opposite end of it. So, you know... It's never cut and dry when it comes down to it, but if we see the black screens, or ironically, like that new show, Black Mirror, which actually I haven't even watched yet, um, so I don't know how close it correlates with what I'm explaining, but if you see the black screen or the phone, TV, whatever it is, if you see it as ifs and thens, then you'll see how simple it is to manipulate and create some sort of illusion. Now, what I mean to say is like, if there's filtering being done on one end, then the rest of us are going to be living in a, a bubble and an illusion. And that's kind of what's going on. That's why when people talk about, uh, actually I see it a lot, which is nice because it's being brought out into the light, which is we live in an upside down earth. Like what we see is upside down. Um, and there's a key to that. There's a key to the in inversion, the inverted, the opposite of, right? light which is dark um, it's all about opposites and it's all about the illusion of um, inversion so I'll leave it at that just because I don't want to get too far into it in this episode um, you know, but it has to do with the dark agenda, the satanic agenda, the uh, the Kabbalistic criteria, right? And if you don't know what that is, start looking into that. We won't get into that yet, quite, quite yet. Just because we need light to shine on more of what's going on. And that's... You know, that's the difference between this podcast and other podcasts uh, that can be labeled talking about such subjects. Is like, we're going to let the light expose what's going on, and we're just going to talk about it, and we're going to question it. We're going to question everything. And at the same time, we're going to try to project the positive energy into this shift, timeline shift, uh, that we're doing. So, remember... Every action, every thought, every manifestation, meaning something that you want to contribute into life, every ripple into the mass consciousness changes and creates a whole new timeline reality or possibility in which we all shift into and that's what's going down and that's why that's why it's so important to create division amongst humans which clearly is not happening and it's hilarious because the more division in which they um, project or try to project the more unity in which comes out of it. And what I mean by that is probably 
the best example would probably be these yellow vest protests. Now listen. <clears throat> listen. Protesting is one of those things that it's an illusion of power shift. So chaos order created out of chaos if you've followed the rabbit hole far enough down you will see that there's an agenda and always has been of creating chaos following suit with order or the option of order. And what I mean is, what's the best way to create a situation in which you want to control if you were, let's say, four people and you had about 20 or 30 people sort of doing their own thing and you just didn't, you weren't having it. The best way to do it is create your own specific chaos that you know what's going on and you could resolve it, right? Give a resolution. Give them a revolution. So listen, here's the deal with those yellow vests protests, and it's not coming from me, this is coming from the people of France. Is there, I mean, they're pretty much Saturday morning, um, vandalists. That's, that's the best way to explain that what's going on. It's like, it's like a, a weekly vandalism party and they may be seemingly hanging out, uh, standing for the right things and they may be getting the right interviews to show. But remember, anything that's being projected in the mainstream media is either controlled or supposed to be projected in the media. If it's not projected in the media, then it's most likely going on and and it's either not part of the plan or whatever, you know? And it's like, I see a lot of these con negative connotation comments about, like, bullshit apocalyptics. Uh, scenarios and like the truth is hi Bella the truth is that that timeline doesn't like it's all it's not in this even if it is a, a possibility we aren't living in it like if you are hearing this the the transition into the most abundant and the I don't know, man. Like, the greatest times are yet to come. And the easiest way to put this is because God is in control and light. Light has taken... has taken the reins, if you will. And it's like, I'm not saying it hasn't been in control because it definitely has. But it's... It's been an illusion in which uh, corruption is was rampant. It's it's about vibration is what it is, and it's it's an up and down thing. And <clears throat> what happens is humanity goes through these waves. You know, think Renaissance and think like Dark Ages, uh, things of that nature. With, Humanity goes up and down and up and down, and it has larger waves and smaller waves. So there are there are a multitude of different types of, let's say, stages in which humanity has been living in either pretty low vibratory states or pretty high vibratory states meaning abundance versus lack now the bigger picture is it's not really 
going to happen on a mass scale because that's sort of impossible to live in everyone's reality all at once because we don't live in each other's reality all at once. That's the kicker. Like, that's the kicker. You don't live in another person's reality. And the truth is, I don't think you can... I think 200... I mean, you get to a point where you can only have a certain amount of humans in an area. And that's it. Uh, so as much as they'd like to think that we all share the same floor in reality is sort of a a way to create disconnection between your spirit and create this hardened this hardened like tether to your physical manifested vessel. I hope I didn't lose you there because I kind of lost myself a little bit. I can like hear the pup going around and like getting her nose into things. Like I don't know. She's probably looking for more treats. <laughs> She's biting. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? She's biting the money tree. I don't know why she's biting the tree. I think she wants grass. She's a grazer. I think she's half cow. She came from Texas, so very well may have been, may have had family that were cows. I don't know. I don't know. It's really quite magical when you have something that, you know, you get into your life and you love and you don't even know the history of it. I think other, all of you out there who have animals probably can relate. <sighs> Not really a cat guy, so I don't know about the cats, but. Oh, you know when you put it in your nose and then you get pieces of leaf all up in your nose? All up in your nose. Hey, so, Merry Christmas, y'all. You want to talk a little bit about the pagan hit, paganic, is, it, is that how you say it? The pagan history of Christmas? We can do that. That'll be fun. Let's do that. So... The reality is, is like all, all of these so-called holidays have um, previous roots. That's how it works, man. It just changes throughout, throughout generations, and those who know what it is um, hold the knowledge. Or the illuminated ones, if you catch my drift. All it means is like, not too long ago, but I think it was some time ago. Um, you know, like the burning of Alexandria. They've they've gone through and they they destroy. They have you know low periods where humanity destroys. Destroys lots of information that we've learned about in like this ancient history, and it's like 
when I mean destroy, I mean steal and have for themselves. So you figure if you have this information for yourself and you keep it in your family, how, you know, how strong can you really be? You know what I mean? It's like the fractional reserve banking. It's like if you can keep that true nature of the way fractional reserve banking works, which is, okay, I'm going to, for every $10 I give you, there's going to be $5 attached to it in debt, but I'm going to be the only one who makes up the money. So literally every single $10 has $5 attached to it. So <coughs> even if I print it out, 50 and gave it out to three people, those three people have to owe me $75, right? Because that's $25 in quote-unquote interest, which is thievery. You see what I mean? I use that example a lot. And the key is knowledge, I guess, um, you know, or understanding of, not really knowledge, because knowledge is sort of like, that's a vague, <clears throat> that's a vague answer, because there's a lot of people who have a you know, you, there's, everyone has different information and different insights about every different subject, so there are people that are extremely knowledgeable about every different type of subject. Um, so I guess the level of knowledge isn't really exactly the right word that we want to use. So, yeah, I don't know. It If we get into this history of Christmas stuff, it's like there's one... There's this one idea that it's like um, Saturnalia, where Santa Claus came. Um, Saturnalia was like a supposedly a satanic pagan holiday that. They they ritualistic, ritualistically sacrificed someone. Um, so it's strange because it's all. It's all very, uh, it's all very mixed, mixed together. Like just looking at this, this is crazy. This, this is like six pages I'm looking at about this. It's like, can you just sort of give me one? You know, because it's the darkest night of the year, or around the darkest night of the year. Oh, here we go, ads. Yeah, sure. Ads without... Uh, what's going on? There's not even an X on this ad, you guys. There's not even an X on this ad. Dude, this is crazy. Oh, that's it. Look, it just take takes over your whole entire... Doing listings. ZME Science. Terrible, terrible website. <coughs> 
Excuse me. Whoa. Ah, feels good. I love sneezing. I love sneezing. So yeah, it's, it's, it's okay then. Um. So yeah, it's supposed to be Jesus' birthday, but apparently it's not. And uh, you know, apparently it's this. Saturnalia, and then some people say it's like this Saint Nic Nicholas guy who's like some sort of like hero guy, and then there's like that. Uh, it's a mess. It's what I'm saying is, is it's a mess, and every single country, right? Even the ones that don't listen, you know, who who aren't aren't even, you know, they don't even speak English, right? At, in other countries, they have different ideas of, of what happens around this time so it's just uh it's interesting and 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 the only reason why sort of christmas would spread into other cultures is not really the sense of christmas but more the act of what's going on and i kind of got that vibe uh you know when you see other countries and stuff doing this whole christmas thing and I'm not saying it's exclusive to the West, right? Because, like I said, everyone, every country has their own, like, Christmas story, I guess. But more closer to, like, the Santa Claus thing. And then, of course, there's the idea that Santa Claus is a mushroom, right? Is the Amanita mascaria. That's the other thing, too. Uh, where the Christmas tree represents the pine. Or I forget what tree that the Amanita mascaria grows under. Uh... And, uh, you know, it's said to, to believe that, like, when, when you eat the, the mushroom, you end up seeing elves and, right, you end up seeing the big mushroom turns into a big fat, jolly old guy wearing a suit, red suit, right, um, Yeah, because, I mean, the uh, it grows under coniferous, conifer trees, right? So that's your, your Douglas fir, which is literally, that's the first on the list, and that's that's literally the, the Christmas tree. So, you know, you had that whole story, or what have you. Um, and then the one that I love most, which I... Technically, I kind of posted about the other day in a little subtle way, which is um, <clears throat> just listening to, I don't know, like, because if you, perpet my idea is, like, if you perpetuate the negativity in things, or the negativity in reality, or the darkness in reality, aren't you perpetuating what it doesn't, isn't that what it wants you to do? Right? Isn't that what it wants you to do? So, so I think to myself, okay, well, how do I twist this around? Instead of pointing out the negativity, why don't you embrace, twist it around, and then completely see the positivity in it? Because if God's letting it go down, then he, you know what I mean? He's got the different agenda. You know what I'm talking about? So, so if we words become things what we say becomes manifested reality and i can tell you right now the strength is in the words because every time i pray out loud word style you know i am abundant and i am healthy and i am loved right when I use these words and when I ask this stuff out into the universe and into the into the ether I want to say ethernet web <laughs> ether cable ether web yeah energetic universal web right when you put that manifestation out, out into that universe 
it's going to come back and it's going to show itself. Uh, so you take your words and you twist them around. And when I see that and I see the holidays, the holly days, right? The holly was used, is used, that's the wand that's used to cast spells, right? That which is in... Uh, warlocks used to cast the spells, the holly, holly tree. It's the wood from the holly tree, and uh, you know. So when you're in a ho you're in a holly days. You're in a, you're in a daze that's under, you're in a sp under a spell, right? In holidays, <laughs> and. But when I see Christmas, I see Mass Christ, right? With Mass is more uh, in Latin, in, uh, in Christ, which is Christ consciousness. So, so I see Christ, right? We have Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ embodied Christ's consciousness. That's what he embodied. That's what Buddha embodied. That's what... Uh, all of these so-called enlightened beings embodied is this, you know, my neighbor is my brother type of, uh, we are one and not in the strange sense that like, oh, we are one, we have to get butt naked and nobody can have anything that we want because everyone has to have the same thing so we have to just get together in a room you know and be be stuck or something you know just like the new agey culty situation that seems to be showing its face <laughs> I'm talking to you you people who will spend thousands of dollars to go and listen to one person speak for hours and hours uh, while like bowing down to them. To me that's that's literally the expression of what not to do. Because God is in nature and in, in each other. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess if you thought of that you'd be like, oh well, you're a God. I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole trick that humans... Uh, in the egoic energy can manipulate and saying like, you know, just tricking. Trick, 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 tricking. Tricking everybody. I, uh, so, you know, when you embody mass Christ consciousness, Christ consciousness is being expressed by the pineal gland, meaning the pineal gland is producing more serotonin, oxytocin, and uh, there are some other there are some other things that. Uh, There's some other things that it produces, and there's also uh, some other things that other glands produce as well, right? But all the essential, all essentially all the glands, the or the pituitary gland and the pineal gland. Those are the two glands that I'm talking about. Um, so endocrine gland. Okay. Alright, so here all right, so here's where uh, here's where I'm gonna make a sort of semi claim in which we're gonna have to wait to find out the evidence, right? Because I don't have the lab for it. But the endocrine system, we've talked about that before, right? We've talked about the central nervous system. We talked about the endocrine system. The endocrine system 
are the glands that make up pretty much all of the important organs. They're all they're, they're connected to all the organs, the main organs that we need in the body, right? So pineal gland, pituitary gland, pancreas, ovaries, testes, okay, thyroid gland, parathi parathyroid um, gland. So you figure the ovaries, the testes to make life, the thyroid gland to, like these are all, this is all stuff that is used in the body <clears throat> to create new life and hold homeostasis. And of course, everything else from anger to happiness. Now, this pineal gland, as well as other glands, releases a lot of very, very specific chemicals. Okay. These chemicals are used to live your life. We won't get into that exactly right now, but what I... What I want you to think is this system that has these glands also have a lock and key residing within these glands. And this I'm, we call the endocannabinoid system. Now, if you look at the endocannabinoid system, they're going to say it's going to be blotched around locations that are literally overlaid, if you overlay them. They're overlaid in the endocrine system, okay? So the pituitary gland, the thyroid gland, all this all this stuff, all these glands are pretty much overlaid. Pancreas, uh, they're all overlaid over this endocrine system. Um, I mean over the CBD, uh, the endocannabinoid system, okay? And it's not until they realize that and they come out, which soon they will, and I'm making the claim now. I'm making the claim now. So you heard it here first, folks, on Gut Instincts Podcast, on our very Merry Christmas episode, uh, regardless of what you want to, um, you know, what you want to celebrate. Celebrate love. That's what we're all about. Celebrate that 528 hertz that frequency um, that we want to embody. So, okay. So I'm making the claim that the endocannabinoid system is in the endocrine system. Or it's one and the same. Oh, so what would that mean? So that means cannabis is literally connected to the benefit of our whole entire body. That literally means that cannabis was meant to heal and connect with all of all of these systems and stimulate. And when I mean stimulate, I mean work better. That means that means healthier reproductive systems. That means more efficient um Filtration systems, right? Um, it was the most amazing thing, and I was, I was, sort of having a mini freak out. I went to check out my, have like a uh, doctor's checkout or whatever, right? And and they're like, all right, we're going to test your lung capacity. I'm like, all right, this is going to be a blast. Because I've been uh, I've been a cannabis patient for almost a decade. So we're coming very close on a decade. Uh, and you know, she tested it and <laughs> she's like, "Oh, do that again." And then I, I did it. You, you got to take like these couple deep breaths or whatever it is. And she's like, wow. I'm like, yeah, all right, what's up? She's like, that's 100% capacity. 
I've never had a person with 100% capacity. And I kind of just sat there smiling. Um, in pretty, I was pretty ecstatic I got in it. But what I'm saying is this cannabis or the cannabinoids because because of the way they interact with the endocannabinoid system either in the endocrine system or is the cannabinoid system itself it'd be hilarious if we were just calling it two different systems and it's the same um yeah it stimulates and creates just a more homeostatic human being, which creates a, um, you know, a calmer mind, mind, body, soul resonation, the harmonious dance between the trinity that is the mind, body, and soul. So having mass Christ, having more consciousness, being awakened, to the fact that, like, you know, life is complex and it keeps changing. And scientists don't agree on this shit. And, like, you know, hey, in five years, I'll probably be like, wow, I said this and I said this. And, like, it's hilarious. Because I'm thinking of stuff that I said a couple of years ago. And it's like, well, that's hilarious. So, it's always changing and you have to be humble about that. And as we understand and discover more, we're going to be blown away. I feel blown away at what's uh, in the horizons, you know, and it's just going to be interesting to see as far as the medical, as far as everything is concerned, to be honest, as far as everything is concerned, because right now, actually, I want to say congratulations, and I want to say, wow, I can't believe it. So, I'm going to try to keep this microphone at the same... I'm trying not to move it. I haven't moved it. But I realized that I've been talking sort of off to the side. And I think last time when I did the editing, I realized, damn, you got to talk into the microphone. That way you guys get the most kick-ass quality talking ever. You know, one of the problems is I kind of use my hands... So, if I move my hands around, I'm, like, hitting things, I'm fucking knocking over coffees, and doing weird shit. I'm looking for the, yeah, there it is. The hemp wick, the hemp wick. See, this is what I mean. Look, I'm using rope that's made from the plant that I'm about to medicate with. Which eventually I can be using the liquid to light to light the uh, the flame in which I use. Now people will be like, "Oh, RJ is smoking. That's not good, though, right?" And you know, my thing is, "What are you smoking?" That's my question. What are you smoking? Now, I'd recommend organic, I'd recommend growing yourself, I'd recommend knowing your farmer, getting from a friend, family, reputable farm, dispensaries do have reputable farms, but you have to be careful because it's a flooded industry. Because at this point, literally the floodgates have been open for about five years, so it's going crazy. But um, but if you're interested in, you know, in cannabis healing, I think you should just dive in yourself and let let God bring it to you. Um, pray, ask to the universe how to do it. I don't really, you know, everyone's different. So everyone's different. So you got to just, you got to just go for it. Yeah, just go.
I shouldn't. Ah. Cut my skin. This wonderful Zippo. So. We kind of went through a lot on today's podcast. Oh, look at that. 55. There ain't nothing better than when you see those signs. Um, so here's sort of what I'll, I'll, I'll just do it with you to show you what I mean. And I don't take, I take everything with a grain of salt, but since you're creating your own reality, you can kind of sift through it and you just got to feel your gut. But sometimes it'll be like, okay, so 5-5, five, five. I learned a lot of this stuff, but sometimes I have to re, you have to keep going back to reestablish that connection, right? You have to create that card in your brain. 55, master of innovation, freedom, success, attainability, and new path career so to me you know you just have to incorporate or interpret that in your life uh, 55 resonates with learning through experience high curiosity forward thinking sparkling intelligence victory godliness ability to spot potential see you know scientific inventions this is what I'm talking about. Like, didn't we just talk about the possibility of the links between the endocannabinoid system and the endocrine system? And either the possibility of them being, you know, the endo endocannabinoid system being inside of it. Or, you know, vice versa or being the same. Like, wouldn't that be an intervention in... Intervention? Invention? Innovation? That's what that was. It was innovation. Do I need more coffee or do I need more herbs? I think it might be time for some juice or a shake. I think we're pretty much good for this podcast. We've talked about, we've gone through, um, I really got to put this in front of me. I think that works. I should have had it like this the whole time. If I had it like this the whole time, that's okay. I'll figure it out. I'm figuring it out. You guys are doing it with me. What do we talk about in the first half of the podcast? I already forgot. Not really. Um... Just all this talk about uh, the endocannabinoid system got me all excited. Got me thinking of a lot of stuff. Got me thinking of that hemp bill. Congratulations. Thank you to our president, Mr. Donald Trump, and the rest of everyone who's been just <coughs> kicking ass um, throughout this journey and making things happen because... Man, now that hemp is off the scheduled uh, substance list, it's completely opened the door for everything. For everything, you guys. Like, I mean, and I'm talking about fiber. I'm talking about cars are going to be built from it. Walls are going to be built. Foundations. We're going to have cups and utilities. And it's just... The innovation is going to be astronomical and then with the understanding and the revelation of electromagnetism okay my friend and you're thinking oh everyone knows about electromagnetism no electromagnetism with the disintegration or the exposure of gravity being sort of like the sham that it is meaning everything is density and everything is mass and everything is electromagnetism piezoelectricity um centripetal, centrifugal forces, uh, negative, positive, yin, yang. You know the deal, man. You know the deal. So the other day, I, I fucking listened, uh, not listen. I saw this thing on Instagram, and, it, and I think I forgot to 
save it. So hopefully I can remember and save it. And it, I was, I was blown away. So I'm trying to figure out, right? Because I told you the Earth is a realm, right? So technically it's a flat plane, but you could also think of it as a circle if you want. But 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 it's like it's not a sphere technically. I mean it's like it's all of it because it's just consciousness. So it's just perspective, but there's a flat plane that's going on and it's just trying to plot plot out and figure out how the moon and the sun goes and uh, and obviously the 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 moon seems to be at a it go it rotates two times slower than the sun does right around in a circle so the sun doesn't really set it just goes in our perspective it comes in and comes out you know i noticed it wasn't rising and setting i think before i started even questioning anything like because you look up and it doesn't quite... I started when, when people started to teach me, like, you can use your hands to, to, to mark the hours of the sun, which you can. It's, like, kind of close, I think. It's, like, one of your hands in the perspective is, like, an hour or whatever. So it's, so it's like, oh, 12 is when the sun's directly above you. And I swear, the sun never got directly above me. Like, no matter what happened... No matter what, I mean, I feel like it may have been closer to directly above me, but now it's not even close. Like, it doesn't get close directly above. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It comes from one end, the east, right? And then it, 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 it travels south and goes to the west. And then if you look at the sort of the flat earth map, I guess, you can see if it's going that way that's how it would that's the perspective but anyways it was crazy the way it was designed it wasn't even it hadn't it didn't have anything to do with what i was just talking about but i see that because it was like the way it was designed it's two different plots on on one with one centerpiece and as one goes out it pulls the other which pulls like these, these out this outer shape, and it created a, uh, it created a star. It was, it created a star, you guys, and it kept going in and out. And I finally, and then I think I understand how, the seasons work. But I guess we should. I don't know. Should we talk? We'll talk about that another time. But it's sort of on the same aspect of things. Am I gonna have to draw this out for y'all? I don't think I could draw this out. If there's anyone who's an artist, just like fucking design it. Eventually, that's what's gonna happen, you know. When there's like thousands of people, there's gotta be some someone who's kick ass at uh, computer animation. You could just overlay my voice over some silly animation and then create this. Uh, oh, my head hurts from all this. <laughs> All this mind-jogging excitement here on Gut Instincts Podcast. No, for real, think about it. Think about it. Just think about it. Question everything. That's what we do at Gut Instincts Podcast. All right, we're going to leave here with one last toke of Gorilla Glue or GG4. I don't think I can say Gorilla Glue uh, because of that whole law lawsuit. <clears throat> If you guys don't know, GG4, it, it started as Gorilla Glue. And I knew right when they started saying it, I was like, you guys, you can't use somebody's name. Actually, I think they got away with it because it's not in the same realm. Like, it's not... I think you can name things the same as long as it's not in the same business for sale situation. So... But I don't know exactly... Uh, yeah, now it's GG4, and, uh, you know, things like Girl Scout Cookies, it's, tr it's not Blue, Blue Dream, it's all, that's all, like, hype, it's, there's a lot that are all hype, but things like Larry OG, that is not hype, that is for real, some Larry OG, and, uh, and this is pretty dope, too, man, GG4, so I'm gonna take this tope for y'all, I hope you loved this episode of Gut and Six Podcast. And if you got any questions, just uh, 
You know where to go, man. The website is it. <clears throat> the website is it. You can find me on Instagram, CBD Healer. And as we go again, I just want to say I love you all. Thank you all for listening to Gut Instincts Podcast and tuning in with your earlobes and letting your brain get some exercise by thinking about all the possibilities and the healing between cannabis and our central nervous system and our endocrine system and um, and the crazy stories of Christmas Christmas Merry Christmas Merry Christmas to you all and to all a good night keep toking that dope smoke and um you know, leave uh, leave Santa out that those dank cookies. Leave him out those dank cookies. And make sure they're organic. And uh, yeah, make sure they're highly medicated. And stay high. And um, keep pushing that love. All right, y'all. Peace.